Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you something that I've been thinking about for a little while, and I call it my unique approach to personal productivity. But before I get started, I want to connect it to team success. And I think it's really, really important for every single person on a team to know how they best work and to know when they have the highest level of energy and to know when they can pay the best attention and also to know when they don't or when they can't. And I think that self-awareness is critical to really, really good teamwork. So I've been giving some thought to this, well, for a very, very long time, a couple decades at least, and I've finally written it down and I've finally wanted to talk to you about it. So here's how it boils down. It really boils down to three things. One of the things I call the pinball model of focusing. I'll describe that in just a moment. Then I'm going to talk about batching administrative tasks or things that you don't like or aren't good at doing. And lastly, I'm going to talk about teamwork triads, which is an idea that I got from Dave Logan, who wrote Tribal Leadership. Now, before I jump into the pinball model of focusing, I want to share with you a little bit about how I work. And this is a combination of my personality, my Colby profile, which is, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to kolbe.com and do the Colby A index. And it also just in terms of things I'm interested in. So this really a combination of all of what I know about myself and my interests. And that's how I've distilled down this particular productivity system. And as I'm talking about it, I'd love to th- you to think about what is your own. You know what works for you. You know what doesn't work for you. You may not have put it into a system or be able to articulate it to other people yet, but I guarantee you have your own method. It may be very different than the one I'm going to talk about for myself, but I'm guaranteed that you have one. So let's jump into my first one called the pinball model of focusing. And this is really for someone who is quite distractible, who has compared to other people, a short attention span. Now, I think my attention span is just fine. It's not short to me, but compared to some other people, it might be considered such. I can also think about a lot of different things almost at the same time. And I have high energy for starting things, much less so for finishing things. And I can change pace very rapidly. Now, again, you may be the opposite. You might be the same, but hear me out because I think this is kind of fun. So let me tell you how I figured this out. So one day I was packing for a business trip and I also had some reading I wanted to get done and I also needed to clean my apartment. This is when I lived on my own. And I wanted to do all of those three things before the limousine came to pick me up to take me to the airport. I'm not one of those people who who does one thing, finishes it before she starts the next. I know people like that. They're close to me. I live with them. But, you know, that's not really how I function. So what I did was I actually did it by my energy level instead. So I would pack for a few minutes and then I would kind of get tired of that or not know what to bring. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll pick up my book for a moment. And I did that for a little bit. Then I would clean something. And I kept kind of going round and round, no particular order. This is the pinball part of it. And then I realized the apartment was clean. I'd done a fair bit of reading and I was fully packed early, well before the car was going to come pick me up. And I have to tell you, early, it's not a common experience in my life. (laughs) Running late against a deadline, much more common. And I was kind of stunned. I thought, hmm, this is interesting. I might be on to something. So then I started describing this to clients who are similar to me. You know, they've got lots of ideas. In Colby terms, it's usually a lot of initiating quick start and very short and what's called follow through, which is systems and organization. So I would describe this and I said, so here's the analogy. Here's the model here is that imagine a pinball machine and it has sides and it has a ball and it has flippers and you have targets. And the more you can get the ball to stay bashing around those targets, it doesn't really matter what order they go in. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not a huge part of pinball. For some strategists, it might be, but not usually. You know, the more you can get all the bells and whistles going, the higher the number of points you're going to get. I said, I want you to think about your day like this. In a coach, we have something called the entrepreneurial time system, which consists of free days, focus days, and buffer days. And I said, if you, on a focus day where you have a lot of results that you want to produce, if you just simply ping between these different focus activities, you will have an incredibly productive day. As soon as you do one thing, do it for a little bit. As soon as you start to lose energy on one activity, good, switch to the next focus activity. Don't leave the game. (laughs) Stay on the board. And then as soon as you lose energy on that, great, go to the next thing. And I draw this picture of, you know, this is clearly on a napkin. I hope you realize that. And it's pinging. I said, it looks chaotic, but the truth is you've got an enormous amount done and you never, ever lose energy. And you're always ringing up the points. And I'm like, oh, that would be a great day. I'm like, yes. And make sure you keep the guardrails on (laughs) so the ball doesn't fall off the sides and don't leave to go and get a latte. (laughs) That's not part of the plan. So I think it makes sense. And it's fun. And again, it's for people whose energy is doesn't have a lot of follow through, but it really works. And I've described this to so many people now. I thought, oh, this could work. So if this is you, this could be something that you might want to adopt. Or if you work with someone like this, you might want to describe the now named, I need to copyright this, the pinball model of focusing, because it can really work. But the key criteria here is to be incredibly clear about what in fact are the focus activities. What are the most important things? So it could be client meeting, it could be making some client calls and doing some design work. You know, if you're a client-based business, you know, you could do that same. If you've got patients, if you've got some plans or medical plans you need to draw up and a couple phone calls you need to make, great. Ping between those as best you can around the appointments. That could work. But again, you can apply this to almost any business. I look at my calendar some days and I think, oh my gosh, this is only good for someone like me. It is so diverse and so unique. I have very little downtime in between what I do. I don't have time to change my state. I actually keep at a fairly high energetic pace all day long because I know if I stop, I've left the building. (laughs) I'm going to find something totally random, totally distractible, squirrel that's not on pace. But I just line everything up. Well, actually, I have help lining it up, truth be told. And it's just designed so that I am next, 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 next. You know, I can be totally focused in that moment. And then someone tells me where to go next. I'm like, okay, great. Then I'm going to go and do that. And then I finish with that. And then go on the next thing. There's almost no time spent for me figuring out what I should be doing next. I just go to it. It's already been organized. And I can just expend all of my energy there. And guess what? I get to ring up a lot of points. It's fun. For me, it's not tiring. If I had to like keep getting my energy level up and then going back down and then going back up and then going back down and try to figure out what to do, that would be much, much more stressful. So this is, a again, I think it's a fairly novel approach, but I do know that for some people like me, it works brilliantly. So you can have some fun with that. Before I leave the pinball model, though, there is one key point, and that is it makes an enormous amount of difference if these are activities that you really, really enjoy doing. Now, I'm a big fan of short suffering, not long suffering. So, you know, probably could work even if you, (laughs) even if you have activities you don't really enjoy doing, do them quickly, intensely and get them over with and move on to the next thing. But it makes it really fun. It makes it a much more fun game. If those focus activities are things you really love doing, you enjoy doing them, and the people you're doing them with are people you appreciate and want to spend time with. So that's the most fun version of this game is when not only are you pinging between activities, but they are your favorite things to be doing with your favorite people. That pretty much describes a dream world in my estimation. 
Now, my second approach is batching administrative tasks. Some people can integrate in a lot of those admin things, which, by the way, are incredibly essential. If we're not making decisions about paper, about whether or not to pay this amount of money, whether or not to sign this contract, what our schedule is supposed to look like, when we're going to take the trip, where we want to go, those are really essential things. So when I'm talking about administrative tasks, I am not in any way demeaning or belittling or saying that these are not critical or important. They are. They're just a certain type of task that is a little bit different than making up something new that's never been thought of before. It's doing those kind of, sometimes they're more routine and they need to get done. I am absolutely (laughs) incredibly clear on that. So what works for me is to put them all together. And I try also never to do this alone. So I will sit down with my colleague and together we'll make the decisions, we'll go through them, and we really get onto a roll. We make stuff happen, we make a ton of decisions, there's momentum. You know, a lot of what I'm talking about today has to do with how do you keep up your own momentum? That would be a good question to ask yourself. It's kind of neat. It's like, oh, we can check off a lot of stuff in a short period of time. And then I also know I don't have to think about it for, you know, another day, another week, another two weeks. And I love that. (laughs) But, you know, if you were to come in and say, hey, Shannon, what do you want to do about this in between focus activity? And then then it's like, oh, well, what what about your trip? Do you have the receipts for that? And then, oh, and by the way, this person's not happy with this. Can you give them a call back at some point? I'm like, oh my gosh, I just feel like I'm nibbled to death by ducks. <laughs> it's not a fun situation. It keeps taking my attention and my momentum off track. So really putting them all together, having them organized, having someone whose brain is better suited to those things and you're kind of needed for the decision-making part is a, a very, very effective strategy. And this may be something you're already doing. If so, pat yourself on the back. I think that's great. great thing that you figured out. Now, the last thing, and this really has a ton to do with teamwork, and this was a huge breakthrough when I first read about this and put it into practice for myself. And as I mentioned, this is a strategy that comes from Dave Logan and his co-authors of Tribal Leadership. When I first read Tribal Leadership, and I also have an author interview with him on the Team Success podcast, if you want to check that out, highly recommended, brilliant guy. What so impressed me about this book is, to my mind, he was writing about Unique Ability Teamwork, which is Strategic Coach's version, in a completely different way. Research-based, studied tons of organizations, and he and his team have five different stages that they've identified of tribes, aka companies or organizations. I won't tell you everything, but stage three, which is where 48% in North America, healthcare, education, and business is where the kind of attitude is, I'm great, you're not. In other words, I'm better than you. And people interact in what they call dyads. And dyads is really one-to-one. So think about, you know, if I'm A, I've got a relationship with you, who's B. And then I have another relationship with so-and-so over there, and that's C. And I want to control the relationship with you, and I want to control the relationship with C. But guess what? I don't want you and C talking to each other. No, I want to control that relationship. And so that's kind of how most most of North American business is organized. What I love about tribal leadership is they've studied this. So they put numbers and percentages and stuff behind it. And only 25% are stage four. And stage four's motto is not that I'm great, you're not. It's that we're great. And they don't work in dyads. They work in what's called triads. This sounds deceptively simple, but it's kind of amazing. And by the way, the companies that operate at this higher level stage four are, I don't remember what percentage now, almost double 
I'm trying to remember the percentage. It's roughly 25% more profitable than the other 48%. That's a lot. If you would like 25% more profit, raise your hand. So greater productivity, greater profitability, all of those, those are some of my favorite words in business, along with teamwork. So I perked up my ears when I, when I heard that, when I read that. So this to me was key. And it's interesting. I get frustrated by little things. You probably do too. It's like when you you think you've got traction on a project, you've talked to who you think is a key person, they've gone off to do their part, and you've talked to someone else about the project, and they've gone off to do their part, but somehow it's hard to pull it all together. Well, what I started doing, and I have the added benefit here at Coach of understanding people's talents and their Colby profiles and their strengths finder. And, you know, we bring a lot to our teamwork. We have a lot of knowledge about people and what they're up to and what they're interested in. So I've actually started designing triads based on what are we missing in our teamwork. So it's, often it's Nicole, who's my phenomenal, I have a new title for her, well, Scheduling Goddess strategic support partner. She has a long list of titles, by the way. Project focuser is the newest name that we've added to the list. So she and I are kind of the day-to-day kind of structure, but then we add in people where necessary. So right now in our podcast recording, we have Willard. Willard is the one who's going to make sure that this sounds really, really good for you and will coach me to talk slower and to take my time and to breathe. (laughs) So that's the triad that's here today. If it's designing, if it is creating workshop content, if it's creating a speech, it's working on something for a webinar, then that's going to be our colleague Kathy, and we will get together, and the three of us work together. So how a triad works is you've got A, you've got B, and you've got C. So A has a relationship with B, A has a relationship with C, but guess what? A also supports the relationship between B and C. In fact, they will do anything to make sure that relationship is super, super strong. So it's like, imagine sitting on a stool with two legs versus three. Three is going to be a lot more stable. And it doesn't end there. The third person in the triad can have their own set of other two people that they connect with in their own triad. So it's an incredible bridge of teamwork that happens. And I highly recommend that you read the book and listen to the audio because the difference in collaboration, the difference in creativity, and the resulting productivity and profitability are exponential. We started doing that and projects started happening faster, more easily. Everyone was in the loop. We saved a lot of time because we were effectively communicating, oftentimes because we were together. And that was profound. So that to me has been one of the most powerful things I've done in the last probably 10 years to really enhance my personal productivity. And it's simply by bringing more people in. And I, you know, it could be anybody with the right talents, but we like to use tools here at Coach and Profiles to help do that. So we take advantage of that knowledge. But even if you don't do that, just bringing in who you think would be a strategic right fit person, I think is Very, very wise. And it means that all of you get to stay in your own area of expertise. And you can bring in other people if needed, or that person can connect you to another triad that's out there. And again, if I boil all of this down to a theme, it's about energy and it's about momentum. We never have to lose mental energy. We never need to lose focus on what we love to do and do best because we have all these strategies to make sure that we're supported in getting our best work done. And I think being really productive boils down to doing your most important work the most efficiently and with the maximum amount of leverage. That's what productivity looks like to me. So these are three strategies that I've come up with for myself, obviously with help. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I really appreciate all the intellectual and teamwork collaborations that I've had to make this happen. But I've been really impressed with just what this teamwork can produce and how easy it is. I would say, well, my stress level's probably gone down mm, 80-90%. I know my productivity has tripled because we've measured the number of projects that we can pull off. The impact is much, much greater. And again, as I said, the stress level's gone down. So I'm a big fan of really figuring out what your own personal productivity strategies are and then putting them into place. And obviously, you know, some environments are more supportive to those freedoms. But if you do have an environment where people's unique talents and capabilities are appreciated, and I was just talking about it in our Extraordinary Coach Culture series about core values, that gratitude really contributes a lot to this as well, then this leads to you being able to live your most productive life, especially at work, and that obviously can translate to other parts of your life too. So I had a lot of fun, again, I've been thinking about this for a long time, so I had a lot of fun putting this together. I hope you find it useful for yourself. Some of these things you may in fact already be doing, you're like, yes, someone else who works the same way that I do, which is always kind of fun to discover. But regardless, I really want everyone to have the self-awareness and to really appreciate that you have your own unique way of being really, really productive. And the more that you can structure things, even small little changes can make a really big difference. Even bringing a third person into a meeting sometimes can actually be the, the key linchpin that just unlocks a whole bunch of opportunity and productivity and results for you. So I hope this has been insightful and fun for you to listen to. I hope it's got you thinking about your own system. I'd love to hear your comments. So please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, here's to your team success. Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes, and we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more Team Success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.